0: Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. We're now on part five. We really didn't finish explaining the last tip or the last point of part four. Remember, uh, number nine was about submit to counseling. Submit to counseling, okay? Get counseled by trained, trusted, and proven counselors. Wait, because because, uh, this mic stand is, again, moving away from from me. Yeah, all right. So, uh, okay. So it's about what again? Submit to counseling, and so you see, because uh, and, and I mentioned last uh, three Sundays ago that uh, get counselled by trained, trusted, and proven counsellors. Because I thought before, before we were we went to training, you know, we got some training on counselling. Before that, you know. I've been pastoring for many years, and I thought that counseling is something that is generally done. It can can be done by just anyone, as long as you know the Word of God. And and there is truth to that. But I realized, you know, during our uh, training that uh, we need some skills. We need, there are things that we need to be aware of in order for us to be effective in handling, you know, the counselee. So that is why uh, when we learn something uh, very unique from uh, our professors uh, Dr. Ed and Dr. Norma Gaston you know they are our mentors and like uh, father and mother in the lord in the, in counseling uh they have uh, imparted to us such a wonderful well glory to god it's by his grace it's a skill and it helped me you know how to handle and understand people you know where they're coming from and how to help them instead of getting uh, angry and you know <laughs> because you don't you, you just can't figure out you know you just can't understand why are they behaving why are why are they like that you know why but anyway this is not our topic for today my point my promise to you in uh, part four was that we are going to somehow exert or or read to you passages of scripture that describes God as the counselor. Meaning to say, before I see counseling as an ordinary and just a small ministry. But I realized later that it is something big and so important. That's why uh, we have some friends for, uh, in Iloilo they they do their devotional thank you pastora ping for encouraging uh, your you know the group even in Trento I mean uh, with the churches that you planted uh, to do devotionals online because it's really it will really help a lot of people you know we just can't tell how many people will be blessed but i as a pastor as a pastor i'm blessed to hear how this brethren of ours, you know, their journey, their their spiritual growth, I mean, they're growing, you know, they, they, they because when you get to the point where you share something about what you understand, what you realized, what you learned about the Word of God, and, and you're sharing it with people through your online devotional, that is something. That is something. That is part of... Uh, you know, downloading and a good operating system. Okay, so very well done, very good. Glory to God. Okay, so we I want to establish today before we we start with tip number ten on biblical ways to handle stress. Uh, let me read to you some passages of scripture, passages that describes God as the counselor. Okay, we have we have scriptures. Okay. I mentioned to you 12, okay? Now, maybe some of you will ask, where is the 12? Why only 7? Because today I'm going to discuss just 7. Uh, 7 because I'm I'm using NIV, okay? Uh, if you're using uh, King James Version, you will get 12. Why? Because there are some terminologies in NIV Version, okay? NIV is already a version, okay? New International Version, where they... They change the word "counsel" or "counselor." Okay, um, for example, uh, "counsel." The uh, King James version used the word "counsel," but not used in NIV. Okay, in NIV, uh, the word for "counsel" is "plan." So, God's counsel in King James in NIV, God's plan. Okay, so there are some slight uh, difference, but the the context is still there. So the idea, the thought of God, God's counsel, but for NIV, they want to change it into plan, into maybe something else, No, like what is God's will. So today, instead of 12, I'm going to read to you 7 because we're using what again? NIV. Okay. All right, so Psalm 16, 7 says, I will praise the Lord who counsels me, even at night my heart instructs me. You see, this is, this is good about the Lord, all right? I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Now, this is the Old Testament. How much more today? We have the Holy Spirit who lives inside us. You see, if you just listen in your heart, Deep in your heart, not just your thoughts, not just your personal opinion, but listen, you ask the Lord, pray to God, Lord, I am facing this kind of trial today, uh, you know, uh, things that I didn't understand, understood, uh, things that are vague, you know. Help me understand, Lord. And, and sometimes the Lord will just drop an insight in your heart. You see, that's why it says, praise, I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Okay, who is the great test? The great counselor is the Lord. Amen. He counsels me even at night, my heart instructs me. So, you know, during the night when you're not doing a lot of things and and before you get to sleep and sometimes when you ponder and think about what happened during the day and sometimes there are thoughts that, you know, and then you don't maybe... Maybe it's not so important to you, but then the Lord will teach you a lesson out of what happened during the day. That's possible. Okay? That's possible. So, um, you see? So, the the point is God is the counselor. Not just a counselor, but the counselor. Capital C. Okay? Psalms uh, 32 verse 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will, what? Counsel you with my loving eye on you. So, and it says in verse 9, Do not be like a horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and bridle, or they will not come to you. Meaning to say, you know, a horse need to feel something, okay, before they obey. Before they will understand your instructions. And the Bible says, don't be like that. The word of God says, so it's the Lord saying to us, don't be stubborn. Okay, if you know the word of the Lord, that's why the Bible says to him who knows the right thing to do and does not do it to him, it is sin. Because you already know the word of the Lord and you're not doing it. So what? What do you think? So here's the thing, friends. Bible says, "I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go." So, where do you get counsel from the counselor? It's the Word of God. Okay, the Word of God. So, the Word of God teaches us and gives us counsel. Okay, okay. all right. So, let's just continue. Uh, what What's the next one? Psalms thirty-three or Psalm seventy-three? Uh, seventy three. Okay, Psalm seventy three twenty four says, "You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me to glory." So you see, the point here is that even do, it, during the time of Jesus, and it, for it, for us, this this could be this is also true, that the Lord wants to counsel us, wants to what counsel or guide us. In this life, okay? Throughout our lifetime on earth, we need God's counsel until the time that He will take us to Himself. Amen? And so, um, alright. So, Psalms 119.24 says, Your statutes are my delight. They are my counselors. Okay? Psalms 119 verse 24, your statutes or your law, your commands, hallelujah, your commands or your decrees are my delight, they are my counselors. So, in other words, the word of God is, okay, the very word, the very, okay, instructions that you read in the Bible, you know, they are, God's counsel to us. Amen. Psalms, uh, I mean, uh, Proverbs: 125 says, "Since you disregard all my advice and do not accept my rebuke, I, or wisdom, this is wisdom speaking, I we in turn will laugh when disaster strikes you. I will mock when calamity overtakes you. So you see, you know, so if you know what is right, do it. Because if you don't do, there will be consequences. Okay, we are free to to choose, but we're not free from the consequences of our choice. Okay, so remember that. Uh, There there will always be that. So uh, listen to wisdom. And, And who is this wisdom? Who gives us wisdom right now? Okay, it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will use the word of God and he will enlighten us. He will explain to us and uh, help us understand, okay, uh, the, the meaning of the, the word. All right. So Isaiah 9.6 says, for to us. So this is uh, the counselor. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So who is Isaiah pertaining to? We know that from the prophecies and its fulfillment that this son uh, who was given is the son of God the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach. Okay, He is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen? Jeremiah 32, 19 says, Great in counsel and mighty in work, for your eyes are open upon all the ways of the sons of men to give everyone according to his ways. Oh, uh, this is King James Version, by the way. (laughs) According to the fruit of their doing. So God is great... That's great counsel. Okay, I mean, where can you get the best, the greatest advice that you can get? Okay, that's from God. And since you cannot, we cannot see God, you know, we read the Word of God and ask the Holy Spirit. Pray to the Holy Spirit. God, the Holy Spirit, help me understand because. It's hard to understand. You see, the the Bible is spiritually discerned. So we need the Holy Spirit as we study the Word of God. Okay, so that's a tip, by the way. And also, uh, I mentioned that I'm going to read to you passages of Scripture that describes the importance of counseling in the believer's life. So now that we have established God as the Counselor, or that God is the source of true and ultimate wisdom and counsel or advice, says. Uh, This time, let us uh, connect this to us as believers, as followers. Is counseling uh, necessary, a necessity to us? Okay, so we have scriptures. Uh, How many... Eight? Do you have eight? Okay. We'll we'll read to you eight. All right? Eight. I I mentioned ten, but just eight for the same reason. Okay? Exodus 18, 15 to 19. I am not going to read that because uh, we already discussed that, you know, uh, in our last part of this series. Okay? So, watch part four of Biblical Ways to Handle Stress. Okay? So... Let's proceed to Proverbs eleven fourteen. For lack of wisdom, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. Of course, if you have evil advisors, then you will have an evil <laughs> uh, result or, or a catastrophic, uh, um, demonic, um, what do you call this? It, it's it's going to be bad. Okay, it's going to be, it's not going to turn, it's going to be (laughs) worse. Okay, uh, Proverbs 13.10 says where there is strife, there is pride. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. So remember this, the Bible says when there is strife, meaning say when there is bitter conflict or discord, or there is a bitter disagreement, There is pride also. So, I mean, if you always disagree, pride is there somewhere. Okay? Because somebody has to be correct, of course. But who can tell who is right and who is wrong? Okay? Again, you need the what? The mind of Christ. Which is what? The governing script. Which is what? The operating system that we discussed two Sundays ago. All right. So so guys, uh, uh, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. That's why, you know, if you feel that, you know, if you smell the, the, the presence of pride and then you have a, a bitter conflict with, with people, you know, then there is pride. There is, you know, continuing uh, argument, heated argument, Okay, heated argument. OK, so. You know what? You need counsel. Okay, that's what the Bible says. But, but you know, but not everyone will listen to counsel. Okay, but wisdom is found in those who take counsel or advice. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 15, 22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. Again, provided that those advisors okay, are the right ones. That's why, remember... We mentioned to you, point number nine is what? Get, what's point number one nine again? Get, get counsel, right? Submit to counseling, yes. Submit to counseling and get counseled by trained, trusted, and proven counselors. Because if you get counsel from the wrong people, you see, bad character corrupts, uh, what's that? But but company corrupts character. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. So, all right. Ane, uh, let's. Uh, where are we? So many scriptures in. Okay, Proverbs fifteen twenty two. Uh, Pro- Proverbs twenty. Let's turn to Proverbs twenty verse five. It says the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters. Can you identify with that? And there's a lot of things that we want to do, we want done, and we cannot do it. And, and sometimes with so many things, we, for, we, we tend to forget some, and then later on, oh no. We have a lot of things, But one has in, but one who has insight draws them out. So we need someone. Sometimes we need people you know who can help us assess? You know assess. It's like you don't know what to do, and, 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 and you get confused, and 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 then and then and then the counselor will, and then you you try to seek counsel from a counselor, a Christian and proven matured counselor, and then he will try to ask you where are you what do you have you know what happened you know things like that and then he will help you evaluate and then whoa then now you need you know you are aware what to regulate with your life where to focus what to work on in your life in your character in the in in, you know in relationships why because you 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 got counseled by somebody who can help you. Okay, that's why it says, but the one who was inside, okay, draws them out. Because the, uh, because of so many things, you don't know what to do, but just, you know, get counseled. You know, get some counseling. And these people will help you. Okay, figure out what's going on. Okay, <laughs> and then now that, you discovered and you're aware, then what could be done, okay? And so things like that. This is a good one, okay? Proverbs 20, verse 5. So Proverbs 27, verse 9 says, Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, and the pleasantness of a friend springs from their heartfelt Advice. Wow, perfume and incense bring joy to the heart. Okay, there there are a lot of people they like to, you know, they like different smells and uh, you know, and some smells, some other are addictive and and they're so nice and it can sometimes also, uh, you know, influence your mood and makes you happy. I hope. And it says in the pleasantness of a friend springs from the their heart, heartfelt advice there are people who are gifted with encouragement you know they're sons of encouragement so when you when you uh, spend time with friends who are like that you know they will help you lighten your load amen <laughs> but If you spend time with the wrong friends they will only give you garbage okay you have more garbage they will talk about they will gossip they will slander about somebody else you know these are the wrong people you know you you, you don't get counseled by people who speak negatively especially when they speak negatively to leaders you know to, to, to people who are in authority we have to be very careful the Bible says we have to give honor okay if, uh, you know, we have to honor, respect, okay? We have to respect uh, whoever is in authority and that uh, we must fear God, the one who anointed, who appointed people into, into uh, position. Okay, so friends, ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand That uh, this kind of friend, okay? And the pleasantness of a friend springs from the heartfelt advice. So uh, listen to what they say. And then you you know whether this person is a good, can give you good counsel or not. (laughs) Okay? Be wise. Okay, Galatians 6.1 says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin you who live by the spirit should restore that person gently so when you say restore counseling is uh, has a big part in restoring a person you you don't just don't restore a person without talking okay without talking it through okay so you have to to you know talk through the the problem what happened things like that so that Uh, so that you can help the person. You know, maybe he'll change his mind and repent and and, and turn back and and, and do what is right. Something like that. But that depends on him, on them, or on your counselling, okay? Don't force them. But counselling is indeed, is in fact, is truly part of restoration or restoring someone, Okay? Alright, and it says in verse 2, to carry each other's burden, right? You read that? Carry each other's burdens. How do you do that? You help the person, okay? Help the person vent out because as the person, you know, pours the pressures in his chest, you're, you're, you're carrying part of the burden, you're actually carrying it also. <laughs> but you need to learn how to do self-care afterwards or else you're going to be filled with a lot of garbage. You see, uh, okay. In this house, we have, uh, we separate the, the, what do you call it, Yes, at saka na garbage. Yes, our trash. I mean, we have the biodegradable and non-degradable, okay? So, every time, you know, it's, gets to a a level where you have to throw it, you have to throw it out or else it will produce what? Flies inside the house. So the same thing, you know, This the same thing, friends, we have to um, learn how to uh, do self-care, how to unload Uh, the the things, the garbages that was passed on to us by our clients or by our counselees. Okay? So to you who are doing counselling, that's another tip for you. Free tip. (laughs) Uh, Isaiah 61 verse 1 says, The the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me. This is referring to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the broken hearted. Okay, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. So you see, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, verse 1 says, is this verse 1? Yeah, yeah. Because the Lord has anointed me, that's the Lord, to proclaim the good news to the poor. So people need what? Salvation. Salvation is very important. That's why um, Kirk Cameron said, there is nothing more important than your eternal salvation. Okay? That's very important. But then not just salvation. We all need salvation, but not just salvation. Because the next part says He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. So you see the Lord Jesus did not die just for our sins, but he died even for our uh for our hurts and, and sickness and pains what is the right words in, in uh, you were wounded for my iniquities transgressions. transgressions surely he bore our sorrows okay that's in isaiah so you see it is not just the the sin problem that jesus paid for in the cross that jesus died uh, nailed in the cross but including our sorrows, our emotional pain. Jesus paid it all. Okay, So this is part of it. That's why it says, He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. That's why Jesus said, All of you who are weary and heavy laden, come to me. Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, for I will give you what? I will give you rest. So you see, the ministry of counseling, this is where counseling comes in. The ministry of counseling is comes in, you know, is very good. It it came in after the salvation part, okay, in Isaiah 61. Uh, Proclaim the good news, salvation, bind up the brokenhearted, okay, now you have the counseling thing, and then proclaim freedom for the captives, now you have deliverance. So you have uh, bind up the brokenhearted counseling or what we call inner healing, Inner healing and then proclaimed the freedom for the captives, that's deliverance. And release from darkness those who are in prison. So you see, we have inner healing and deliverance. You can say it's spiritual deliverance, okay? So salvation, counseling, which is inner healing and spiritual deliverance. So is it biblical? Yes, this is the minister of the Lord Jesus Christ. And right now, we are in His arms and feet. Okay, we are His his, his mouthpiece. We are His ambassadors. So we are here to be, uh, we are given the ministry of reconciliation to restore people. Okay, so when you share the gospel, you are trying to counsel them that they are sinners and they need forgiveness. But the only way to receive forgiveness is when they acknowledge first humility. Okay, when they acknowledge that they are sinners, and that they uh, understand that uh, that they need a Savior. So they, they need to acknowledge that they need a Savior and what? Submit to the Lordship of Christ. That's why we say you have to commit your life in the hands of the Lord. Okay? So I'm not going to do the salvation prayer right now. <laughs> okay, so um, praise the Lord. So that's it, guys. That's it. I believe... Uh, we have uh, somehow uh, you know promoted to you the importance okay of counseling in the believers life because God is the author he is the counselor and then now we realize that his type of counseling does not happen one time or several times in fact the counsel that God wants to apply to his people is, what, what does it say in the Old Testament? In our lifetime. He wants to counsel us throughout our lifetime. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's why the Holy Spirit was sent to us as a guide to comfort us, to counsel us. He's our counselor. He's our guide. When you say guide, he's your counselor. He will guide you. Okay. To the right, to the left, go straight, you know turn back, repent, you know, it's the work of the Holy Spirit who will convict us. He's going to counsel us. And sometimes, sometimes when when, when, when we hear so much voices or, or let's say the voice of the world, the voice of culture, the voice of tradition, the voice of, you know, uh, sin, okay, it's so loud, louder than the Holy Spirit, then, then maybe you need a Christian counselor who will help you. Okay, adjust the the, the, the levers, you know, the, the potentiometers. <laughs> okay, to, so to turn off the other voices so that the voice of God will be the one who will be the loudest sounding voice in your mind and heart. Okay, let us install that. Uh, operating system, the mind of Christ. Let it be the loudest voice in you. Okay? And let it govern. So it's going to be the template or the governing script that will run your life, will influence your behavior, and it will influence your life, and it will be your guide in solving your problems through this life. Okay? So that, uh, I know, uh, I, I spent a lot of time with point number nine, but I hope that you've seen why. It's not not just because this is uh, one of our main ministry now, uh, but we want you to understand that uh, it's easy to fall. Uh, It's easy to, you know, be swayed or to drift away from 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 the will of God if you're not in tune with God every day. I mean you have to seek God, you have to read the word, you have to maintain your your ongoing relationship. You know, you have to maintain the fire, you have to communicate, you have to hold on to the Lord Jesus Christ, You have to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That's very important, especially now That we have so much restrictions that the will of God is really hampered. But I tell you, in all of this, is this allowed? Yes. Because this is a time of testing. A testing time for believers. This is a time for you to apply everything that you learned from church. From your discipleship program. Amen. Okay, so guys. Those who endure to the end, you know what the Bible says. So, okay, let's go to number 10. Okay, I'm excited. Now, this is the (laughs) first part. Number 10. Whoa, number 10. Accept that some people will never change. Mm. How will that help me? And how will, is this a biblical way? Is this one of the biblical way to handle stress? Is it? Yep. Because if you are in denial, if you keep on denying, oh, no, 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 uh, you know, love, you forgive. Yeah, it's true. Okay, part of our series, we emphasized forgiveness somewhere in the earlier part of the series. But there are people that no matter what you do, no matter how much, prayer and effort and blood you 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 know and and strength energy you exerted they don't change okay <laughs> and, and, and this is not the time where we can discuss that you know where is it coming from why is this was what's, what's the experience you know, no that's we just have to make it the long story short okay hypocrites can pretend forever there is point to that <laughs> okay I mean, hypocrites cannot put up a show forever. They, they just cannot, you know, act like they have changed, you know. <laughs> just like what's happening in the Middle East. They said they have changed, you know. Anyway, if you know what I'm talking about, the truth will come out. Because you know what? A good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. That's what the Lord Jesus Christ said. So, when, when you talk about the tree, that is talking about you as a person. The way you think, the way you decide, that's your soul. That is a person. That's, in your soul, you make decisions. Okay? And, and, and the good tree, so the tree, that's you, cannot bear bad fruit. The fruit is about, what is the fruit? It is about three things. Okay, number one, deeds or works. Number two, words. Okay? What you say. Number three, character, that's your behavior, that's your ogali. that's your traits, that's your, you know the way you react and respond and, to people so all of this, you know uh, these are factors that you need to consider when you look at the fruit, what kind of fruit what, what character does these people show are they good uh, in front of the camera, but behind the camera are they still the same do they have integrity so th- this is very important. You look at the character, their works, and their uh, their ways, their, their actions, their doings. Okay? Th- th- those are the fruit. Okay? So thing is this. You know, if you are like uh, doing a tug of war with people, you're always um, having this uh, some kind of uh, not good thing, you know, yeah, I, it could be anything, okay? Uh, and then you're so stressed because, oh no, what happened to these people? Before they were they were my best friends. They were so good to me. But now it's the other way around. It's, it's, it's Before they were good, but now they're so bad. They're, 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 they're so against me. They, they, they are uh, slandering. They're gossiping. They're, they're, they betrayed me. Okay, so, and then no matter what you do, what you say, it will only add to the the problem. It will only add more issues thrown at you. So at the end of the day, you are more stressed than ever. <laughs> so now that you you know you 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 are suffering with so much stress, what do you do? Instead of you know. Uh, instead of uh, hoping, uh, you did everything what that you can do. You prayed, you fasted, you you send a message, you send a good gift, you send food. You 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 know you did all of this, but these people still do not change. What do you do? You change. Accept that some people will never change because if you do this, you know what will happen. You will be free from that pressure of stress in your heart it's going to give you freedom you will be liberated you, you have freedom okay so some people will never change and we we just have to accept that okay in Visaya, we say dawat dawat lang dawat dawat na lang okay <laughs> but am i saying that there is no more hope to these people uh, there's no more hope for people to change. Uh, am I saying that we don't? We must not give them another chance. No, 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 no. That's not that's not the message. But but you must understand this. Okay, in in that uh, um, you must understand that uh, if you think there is hope for people to change, there is a, a, a thing that you need to consider. Okay, if they cooperate with the Holy Spirit. If they cooperate with the Holy Spirit, they will surely be changed. Okay? They will surely be changed. They will be renewed. They will be transformed because they have a new operating system. Okay? They have the mind of Christ, so they will be changed. Nothing is impossible with God. That's the truth. Okay? Only if they cooperate with the Spirit of God. But if they do not cooperate with the Holy Spirit, if they do not submit to the will of God, they do not submit to the leadership of the Holy Spirit, then, 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 they will just become more of who they really are. Okay? Or what they meant to be. (laughs) Okay, so they were this before, and then, for a time, you think they've changed because uh, somebody is influencing them good. But once they get out of that good influencer, they go, they change to their old, uh, to their old lifestyle, to their old ways, to their old character. Does that happen? Yeah. You see, there are people that. Uh, you know, you you cannot spell the kind of character. But then, when they got into a foster home, they they they, changed. they They you know, and then when they're out of the foster home, they change again. But only to go back to what they used to be. You see, the point is this: because their main influence during the time were the the foster parents or those who are in. Uh, working in the government as their artists and kuyas as their surrogate mom and dad in the in the institution. But when they're out of it, they go, gonna go back to their old ways and they misbehave again and they become defiant, they become rebellious and do their thing. they become selfish again. You know why? Because they have never learned to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. That's why I told you, when a person does not cooperate with the Holy Spirit, there is no hope, my friend. Because their only hope is Jesus. It is the Word of God that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus will, what? The Lord Jesus Christ will liberate us. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So our only hope is who? The Lord Jesus Christ. And who did He send to represent the Lord Jesus Christ and the Father? There's the Holy Spirit in us. So we have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit to be transformed. There's no other way. But, so besides that, generally speaking, when a person that you're dealing with is causing you a lot of stress, and no matter what you do, you did all that you can do to help the person change, but instead of changing, they become worse. In a negative way and it will cost you stress because now the person is doing the opposite of what you are trying to influence him or her so it will make you it will make your life difficult very stressful so what you need to do is this accept that some people will never change and so, once you did that step one in your heart, then you feel relief. Okay, God, I cannot speak to the heart of this person. I did my best. I prayed, but this person have, you know, did exercise the, his free will, his prerogative to choose whether to follow or not, to obey, to listen or not. And so, Lord, I am giving this person to you now. In Jesus' name, amen. So that's what you do, friends. Accept that some people will never change and pray and say, God, well, it's up to you now, Lord. I can only do much. And this is is the limit. I mean, I, I did my best. It's up to you. But now I am accepting that these people doesn't want to cooperate with you. And so I'm giving him to you now. (laughs) Okay? So point number 10, tip number 10, uh, biblical way number 10 to handle stress is what? Not to all, huh? not to all, but to some, this will work. Accept that some people don't change. Can't ch- don't want to change. Okay, accept that some people don't want to change. I think that's, the, that's the, a better one. Accept that some people choose not to change. Whatever. Okay, so it's the same context, right? So guys, it, the thing is I want to help you. You who are watching us, if you are blessed, if you are learning something, and if you know someone ha, at this very moment who needs to hear this, because they're acting like, you know, like a sa- savior, like a hero to someone. But this someone that they're trying to save doesn't want to be safe. Okay. Doesn't want to be helped. So tell that person, don't act like a hero. You don't need to be a hero anymore. Because it's not worth it, you know, to spend a lot of energy with someone who doesn't want to be changed. Just accept that there are some people, they choose not to change. They they choose not to submit to change. They just want to do things their way. Okay, so that's number 10. That's number 10. Now, uh, number 11. Ha, (laughs) this is connected. Number 11, guys. Accept that there are people that you must let go. Oh. Let us give some time for you to digest that. Accept that there are people you must let go. Point number, tip number 11. Let go. Let go. Let go. Not all. Some. But to some of you, it's not just some but many. <laughs> but to some of you who have already, in the past, you have released a lot of toxic people <laughs> in your life. When I say toxic because they're, they're not a blessing to you. Instead, they always make your life difficult, hard. And painful. They always hurt you. It's like there's not a day or not a word that is, you know, good, (laughs) that is, is something that will benefit you or help you. But everything that you hear is like you're good for nothing, you are this and that, they keep on bullying you. These are toxic people, the bullies because they don't respect you bullies don't respect you guys so they're toxic to you but if they love you honor you and respect you then they're not toxic to you but if they don't respect you they gossip you they slander you they are toxic to you so if there there are people like that don't be a hero don't don't be like uh, uh, someone who will change them you who can change them no 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 we only have one hero that's the Lord Jesus Christ for he conquered sin and death for us and he rose from the dead that's a hero he did not remain in the grave Jesus is our hero you don't need to be a hero okay there's only one Jesus there's only one Yeshua Mashiach so here's the thing friends accept that there are people you must let go I mean, you know, even if before they were good friends, you have good relationship with them, but then later on they've changed, they did not change for something. I mean, that changes. The the negative behavior that you see is not something new. It was already there, hidden somewhere. Okay. That, you know... It's like a time bomb that there is going to come a time when given the right environment, right scenario, and then you will see that kind of reaction from people who have that kind of operating system. And so we don't know what happened to them in the past, what triggers them to, re- to react, to, to, to be defiant, to be rebellious, to, to, to think, something like that. But sometimes there are vacuum in their hearts that when they are not fed, you know the the, the I mean uh, uh, the unmet needs. Okay, when when people th- there are unmet needs that were not met during their growing years, and then at the certain time of their life, maybe forties and above, uh, with these unmet needs that has uh, somehow parallel or. Parallel or similar to what they're facing at the moment. Sometimes they just pop up. And then in church you say, why? What's happening? Before these people were loyal and now they're not loyal. Before they were so submissive, so loving, so open. But now they're no longer doing that. They're just behaving differently. And if you... And over time if you keep on struggling you know if you allow this struggle in your thoughts it will give you a chronic stress <laughs> and it's not good you can't sleep you will have migraine headache and uh, it's it keeps on it's a pulsating pain in the head and it's going to affect your internal organs it's it's going to be a somatic it will do a somatic effect to your body so it started with your mind, your thoughts, and it because it's tormenting in your emotion, it will hurt your brain. It's gonna deteriorate your health, your body, and you're gonna be sick because you are stressed emotionally. Okay, so I hope you understand that uh, the, this series on biblical ways to handle stress is so important. You get a lot of tips and ideas. From this uh, series, from this teaching, and point number, what is this again? 11. Tip number 11, accept that there are people you must let go. Okay, let go of people who are what? The Bible says divisive, toxic, and disloyal. Or those who make your life so difficult. But if you cannot, you know, you can't do it because pastor, I am not like that. I am not a confrontational person. I'm just a pragmatic and, uh, you know, I'm cool. I don't want trouble. Okay. At least avoid or limit contact with stress producing people. You know why? I mean, there are people who are not toxic to someone, but they are toxic to others. Maybe toxic to you. Okay, because they are not helping you, they're bullying you you know they or they're gossiping they they, they gossiping. They're, 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 they're rallying against you, you know they rally against you, they talk about you at your back, they they stab you when you're not around. when you are with them, they smile at you, they love you, they welcome you, they they want to throw a party for you, and they greet you, they they praise you, but behind you. The opposite. That's why you see the Bible says, be careful when people praise you. Okay? Be careful. Because, uh, you know, especially when people, there are a lot of people who just transfer to the church and say, Pastor, I want to transfer to your church because, because our pastor is like this. And then you feel impressed because what they are trying to say is that you know, they, are, they, they, they feel justif they, they, they justify their way out of their church and they try to put down the pastor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But don't, don't listen to the argument, listen to the character. Okay? <laughs> don't just listen to what they, they, they say, the, the details, it's not about the issue, it's about the issue of the heart, it's about the character. You have to understand that these people who who just burst in very quickly, they are also quick to leave you. Quick to come, quick to leave. You know why? Because what they did to their leaders before, they will do it again to the new church, to the new pastor. They will always have something to criticize with they will say they are right, this pastor is wrong, he taught this, he's wrong, he's, you know, things like that. Okay, let's just say there are uh, wrong things. Meaning, you say wrong, it's not that, it's not a major thing, but there's a slight, uh, maybe um, he missed something, wrongly understood something. Uh, but then, um, it doesn't, you don't, you, you, there is... It's not justifiable to, to slander. Okay. It's not because you have to honor, honor the king. You have okay. If you don't understand what I'm trying to say, try to uh, read the book or watch the video or uh, the audio teaching of John Bevere on Undercover. Okay, undercover. That is, that series changed my life. Undercover. John Bevere, uh, you know, he really discussed it. I mean, he, uh, he, uh, how many series was that? I forgot. But it's it's a long series on submission to authorities. Why? God has called us to do unconditional honor, unconditional submission, okay but conditional obedience, okay We're not to obey everything. If we are told to kill someone, you have you don't I mean you have the right to disobey the authority. okay because that is directly in opposition or directly uh, contradictory <laughs> to the Word of God so you have the right to disobey but honoring is something that must be that must always be there you know the the respect the honor to governing authorities we need to understand because if we do not honor authorities even if they are harsh to us then it shows in our character that we have a character issue right there now am i saying that uh we're perfect? No, we're not. Sometimes we rant, yes, but I do not encourage you to rant in the, in 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 your social media accounts because, you know, that is a way of low, uh, what they call this. I mean, you cannot handle your emotions. That's why, okay. You need to have self control. <laughs> if there's something you cannot control, why not? Go to God in prayer and cry. Or go go see a counselor or, you know, connect with him online and just cry. And then later on after that, you know, you're free. So you don't need to because let God be God. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Remember that. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. <laughs> okay, so going back, uh, where are we? Okay, you must free yourself from toxic Let me just read the. Yeah. But if you can't at least avoid or limit contact with stress producing people, you must free yourself from toxic relationships to stop the woundings. Remember this. Because if you are with toxic people, you need to detoxify, or else it will kill you. Toxins in your emotion will zip your energy, it will destroy your day, and it will kill you. A slow death, okay? It's like what they call a soft kill over time. It it will hurt you, I tell you. So don't just keep grudges in your heart. Release it to the Lord. Forgive. But at the same time, don't just forgive and then try to win them back and try to change them and you think you're a hero. You're not a savior, friend. You cannot. All you can do now is just give them to the Lord and lift them up in prayer. Do that, okay? But in your heart, you must accept that there are people that you must let go. That you need to let go. Or else, the woundings, the woundings will never stop. Because you will hear again another another thing, you know. They, they'll say again this, oh, there's a new, my bagong balita. Uh, the, he posted another uh, a statement that says this, and and you and you feel and you think that it's directed to you. That's why better have nothing to do with them, because you know what? If you keep on watching and reading their posts, there might be posts that is really intentionally targeted to you. <laughs> you understand? That's why there are people that you that it's healthy to let go of them. All right? That's point number? So let's read some scriptures that uh, supports that principle. Okay? Romans 16, 17 to 18 says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way. You see? They put obstacles in your way. They're really bullies. Okay? On the that are contrary to the teaching you have learned so this is another thing they will counter whatever good teaching because you see they might listen to you but they always have a comment against what you said then you know they're toxic because they 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 say something you know some people uh, receive it in a positive way they they they, they were blessed by what you said but you know, toxic people, because they, they don't perceive it as a positive thing, they always perceive things as a negative thing. And they will, they will discuss it and feast on it and, and, and find, they are always fault finders. That's, that's, that's another sign of a toxic people, fault finding thing. They're very good with fault finding. And you cannot argue with them because they are always right. If you checkmate them, they will, what? They will divert the narrative of the story. They, they're going to change it. They're going to change the issue. They're going to talk uh, another thing. They, they they know how to defocus uh, what you're trying to deal with. You know, they, they because... Um, they don't want to be wrong, they don't want to be defeated in the argument, they don't want to, they cannot accept defeat. They're always right. Remember? They're perfect. So when people think that they're perfect, they are toxic. Because there's nothing to change with them. They're always correct. They are perfect. Okay? So you must understand that the, what I'm teaching you is 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 uh, it's a shadow or a summary of of the training that we receive so i hope this will help you it's just a summary but if if you are well experienced uh in, in this thing in life in counseling people in handling people you know what i'm talking about it's true it's happening and it's in real time it's in it's reality okay it's reality so and the bible says keep Away from them. Where is that here? Uh, There. Keep away from them. Whoa. Did the Bible really say let go of them? Actually, it's more than just letting go of them. It says keep away from them. Meaning, This means avoid them. Right? So I just want to make it light. I just want to say try to let go of them, friend. Try to let go because if you don't, Every time you agree to meet with toxic people you are going to be hurt all the more all the more why are they talking about other people all the time because they don't want you to see their issues they talk about issues of other people because they don't want you they don't want you to see their issues but the real issue is them all right that's another tip so um where are we? Uh, for such people are not serving the Lord, but their own appetites. By smooth talk. Now, this is another characteristics that you find. By smooth talk or well delivered argument. Meaning to say, they're really good in 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 talking. They 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 they, they can. They know how to justify things, or. Uh, they're very convincing, okay? So to give you the one word, convincing, okay? When, when you listen to them, they're convincing. And another thing, flattery. Another characteristic you need to take note, okay? Flattery means to say they will appreciate you. They they, 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 they have a flattering speech on how to, oh. You see, so first they talk about, you know, good. You know, oh, kamusta? And then, oh, you're good. You look good. And then later on, they will talk about, Negative things about other people. You see, they they're good in flattering, but at the same time, they're good in justifying. They're good in, in uh, they they deliver an argument well. Okay, the, so it, it will make them sound like they're right, because they 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 think they're always right. They think there's nothing wrong with them. That's the thing. So do you do you think it's a, a problem? Uh, yeah, it is. It is. So that is why I wanted you to understand humility is very important. Acknowledging that we're not perfect and that we are a work in progress. Okay? And that the Holy Spirit is working and that we need to cooperate with the Holy Spirit because we're not perfect. But the moment you think you're perfect, you're always right, then you will start throwing stones on other people. You will start to criticize. You become judgmental on other people. Ha! Then you know there is an issue. You understand? So guys, uh, if you are part of our school, Bible school, where we teach this, uh, especially with our you know you know those trainees that uh, I mean in uh, tr- training for counseling this is just the surface you no know? if we go deep and you will see more but okay by smooth talk and flattery they deceive the minds of naive people meaning to say these are the people who are uninformed who like what I don't know that. I didn't know that. You know something like this. like th- those are people who lack information about the issue. You know, they, the, the inexperience, the, the. Huh? Really, it's hard to explain. But you see, it can apply to many scenarios. Okay, I hope, I hope you um, understand this. Titus chapter three verse nine to eleven says, but avoid. Okay, you see, if if my. If tip number 11 is heavy for you, where I said let go, actually the Bible is heavier. It uses, it's not just let go, it says avoid. Okay. Verse 9 But avoid foolish controversies and geologists and arguments and quarrels about the law because these are unprofitable and useless. This is true. Don't waste your time, guys. Verse 10. Warn a divisive person once and then warn them the second time. Actually, even if you don't warn them, you know, if a person is divisive and, and they, they receive rebuke and they do not accept correction or rebuke, then you know they're not cooperative, right? So that's the early sign. Okay, so when a person is is, is, is did something wrong and then you try to correct and then they they they, re, uh, they ref, refuse or reject your correction that's an early sign of an early stage that you know this person won't change they're not willing to change because they, they, they what you advise them it, it will just bounce off their hearts so, It says, warn a divisive person once and then warn them the second time. After that, have nothing to do with them. Whoa, that's a heavy thing. Have nothing to do with them. Did I say that? No. It's the Bible. It says, have nothing to do with them. Guys, it's for your sake. It's for our sake. Because if you keep on fellowshipping with a divisive person, you know sooner sooner or later part of it will be imparted to you you become divisive also because all you hear are the negative things the, the 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 things that this person said so now in the body of christ instead of unity uniting oh in you you have a different operating system called division and it's not good amen So what I would like to suggest to you is to follow the word of God because what we're trying to resolve in this series is what? How to handle stress. Okay, so point number 11, okay, is what again? There are people that you need to let go. Another scripture, 2 Timothy 3, chapter 3, verse 1 to 5 says, But understand this, that in the last days, there will be times of difficulty. Okay, question. Are we living in times of difficulty? Yeah, so we are in the last days. But this is just the beginning, okay? So in the last days there will be times of difficulty. Why why is the world why is the world, you know, becoming more difficult to understand or to spell? Verse 2, Four, what? Four people will be lovers of self. That is number one why. We have, you know, the lawlessness, the wickedness, the abominations, the sin. The, they, they become selfish that they don't want the word of God. They don't want Christians. They want to eradicate Christians. They want to get rid of Christianity all over the world. Because they are selfish. They walk in the flesh. They give to the appetite of the flesh. And whatever they feel good, then it's right. If you feel good, then it's right. That is selfishness. If you are selfless, then you want to uh, honor. You want to glorify someone else. That is God. If you honor God, you follow him then you're not selfish. Oh, God, is God selfish? No, He's not. He is the author. He has the right. He is the potter and we are the clay. (laughs) Okay? So we cannot, there's no point of questioning the the maker. He's the maker. What can you do? I mean, can you fight, the? can the clay fight the the potter? Is there a chance, guys? Is there a chance for you to win if you are the clay and he is the potter? So we don't have a choice anyway but to love him because he loves us. And he has a perfect will for us. We're going to live with him forever in a joyous, in a blissful, in a glorious and righteous Eternal kingdom. Hallelujah. That's his plan for us. But we have to submit to him. Through the Lord Jesus Christ, we must be born again. Jesus said, Jesus is the Savior. He said, you must be born again. Okay. So where are we again? People will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful. Ungrateful unholy, heartless, and un, unappeasable. You see unappeasable. These are toxic people. They they you cannot appease them. You know they, they will not bow down or, or they, they the pride is very high. They, they they're not gonna give in. You know they they very argumentative. And it says slanderous okay so you know these are You know, when when they keep on slandering, they keep on, you know, slandering people and especially if they're slandering you, slander is is, uh, an intentional, you know, they're destroying the character or reputation of another person intentionally. That's a slander. So if they're trying to do that to you and they don't want to stop, you, you have no control, they keep on doing that. So to stop the wounding, why not stay away? Pastor, you're teaching us to stay away? No, I'm not. Read verse 5. It says, Having the appearance of godliness but denying power. And it says, avoid such people. So I did not teach this. The Bible teaches this. Avoid them. I made it lighter. I said, let them go. Okay, Let them go. But the Bible used a heavier uh, thought, which is, what is that? Avoid such people. Okay, so heartless, appeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen to conceit. You see, swollen to conceit. You see how prideful these people are. They really think they're right. They're always right. Okay? Swollen with conceit lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. So God is not important to them. This is why I said you need to have a good operating system. You must install the good operating. That that, that was our topic two Sundays ago, okay? Um that's it. Okay, avoid such people. That's what the Bible says. So, do we have another scripture? Uh, 1 Corinthians 11. Uh, 1 Corinthians 5.11 says, But now I am writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister, but is sexually immoral or greedy, or an idolater or slanderer or a drunkard or swin- swindler. Do not even eat with such people. Now, that's heavy. You know, uh, the Apostle Paul is very strict. So... Uh, no wonder uh, he said it the way he said it. Okay, do not even eat with a swimmer. I, I do not say it this way, but if this is the word of God, if you can take it, why not? But the thing is this: it's not about that, but it's about uh, my goal is about saving you from stress. Okay, so when you avoid people who will do you harm. Okay, or who will disciple you or lead you or influence you to, I mean, negatively, in a negative way, then better avoid these people. Let go of these people so that you will not be in trouble again. Okay, so if I have to make an emphasis, uh, it says, uh, do not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister. I mean say, those who come to church, who claim to be Christians, profess to be Christians, but is sexually immoral. So, this, this what pops up to my mind is like the people who are playboy, you know, in mga things like that. It's because they're going to cause a lot of harm to the young people, to other people, because they're going to, they're after sex, you know and then leave them and, and and it's very disrespectful thing and irresponsible thing so these are the people who are disrespectful and irresponsible you know uh, who will not take responsibility for for the people that they, they they dishonor they disgrace they and it's hard it's painful you know why it's painful because it affects the body, soul, and spirit. That's why, no wonder why the Apostle Paul included it here and and, and, and it seems like the tone of his voice is pretty heavy, okay? He says, do not even eat with these people because maybe for me, I, I, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be focusing much with the, 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 the rest of the thing. But see, when a people. Person is really a there. There's another word. I don't want to use the word "playboy." There, there's another word. A womanizer. Yeah. There's another word. That's um, yeah, yeah. Maybe that. Okay. Near, near to that word. That's flirting. You know. Because when you you eat with them and fellowship with them, they will flirt. And if the person falls into their. Temptation. Remember, they're very convincing. They, they're nice. They they know how to handle the argument well, and 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 like the devil, you know. Remember, at the garden, smooth talking. You know, it's it sounds good. It sounds nice. Great suggestion. Let me just read to you the final scripture. Okay, the in closing. This is this is our closing scripture to end this uh, preaching or point number ten and eleven. Romans 12, 14 to 21. S- since we said you have to let go, you have to, you know, avoid. But here here's how to balance it. Okay, this is the balance. Verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Okay? You do, you do not rant in the internet. Bless them. Bless those who persecute you. Bless those who do. Bless and do not curse. Verse 15. Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Oh that sounds like counseling huh Okay verse 16 live with in harmony with one another do not be proud okay remember humility i mentioned that a while ago do not be proud but be willing to associate with people of low position so you see a while ago we told you that you know do not associate or avoid people who are proud and this and that a lot okay that's in timothy i think but in here, in verse 16, it says associate. Be willing to associate with people people of low position. So it means, it means to say these are people who are simple and humble. Do not be conceited, it says. Verse 17, do not repay anyone evil for evil. So if toxic people criticize you and they perpetually criticize you, don't repay evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. So you just do what is right. Okay? Just plant good seeds. Verse 18, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you. As far as it depends on you. Where is that? Verse 18, Live at peace with everyone. So, okay? Do your best that you have peace with everyone. Okay? Uh, live at peace with everyone. Verse 19 do not take revenge dear friends my dear friends but leave room for god's wrath so you see there is no point of getting even with bullies you don't need to let let them go for it is written it's mine to avenge or vengeance is mine i will repay says the lord so one day everything will be revealed in time and god will judge so do not problem what what you know the world the problems of the world right now you know there's a lot of things that you know we want to resolve but we cannot resolve it but we know one day one day the righteous judge you know will will serve justice okay so leave it to god don't get stressed okay verse 20 on the contrary if your enemy is hungry feed him if he's thirsty give him something to drink If it's it's a toxic person, okay, okay. If it's thirsty, give you something to drink, but you don't need to be there because (laughs) send it through somebody else or through grab or through uh, food panda or whatever. So, in doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head so that he will be no longer, you know, he will no longer be angry at you. Uh, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So It's a good thing. So thank you so much. Let us pray. Hallelujah. And now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you His peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you, be with us all. And God's people, and all of God's people say, Amen and Amen. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Prize, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you, let's go!